When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Chaos Podcast. We are here in San Antonio, Texas. We just got here. There is blood on Sal's sheets in his hotel room, and my key didn't work. So I brought Sal into a little bit of the chaos. I had 930 calories worth of uh, chocolate snacks and potato chips in the Sprinter van uh, on our six and a half hour beautiful, that was Pimp Sneeze. Everyone just got Omnicron. Um, um, on our six and a half hour beautiful drive in the in the flatlands of Texas, where all we saw was cow meth heads and fuck Joe Biden signs. But I'm happy to be here. I'm wearing an Anxiety Tuesday sweatshirt, which has been restocked. Everyone, Anxiety Tuesday merch has been restocked. Go to ChristyComedy.com, hit the tab New Merch. Um, we're using Bonfire now because I'm not using any more fucking mom and pop merch companies. Okay, listen to me. If you're a young comic out there or a young entertainer, do not use any. Any of these fucking merch companies that want their money up front or where you're not going to get paid. I sold like thousands of items of merch and I got a check for 430 fucking dollars because these people are criminals. Okay. They're fucking scumbag criminals. Use Bonfire. Use even Teespring. Even the quality's not that great. If you're, I'm saying if you're a, a person who's selling it, do not use these companies where you have to give them all the money up front. It's fucking a bullshit thing. I got fucking conned by a... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh All right, no, we'll cut that part. Well, actually, I don't care. We'll fucking leave. We can leave it. Um, but listen, we're in San Antonio. We're about to do the, the co-headlining show, me and Sal Volcano. Uh, Sal has shorts on, and he forgot. Sal went to the... Uh, we had one night... Well, we, first of all, let me tell... Let's take it back, back, back. We were, suppo- we were going to cancel this tour. We, literally, on Christmas morning... I woke up to a text from Sal saying, I have a Christmas gift for you. We're canceling the tour. And I was like, well, my relationship is on the rocks and I could really use five days out of the house. So it's actually a fucking nightmare. Yeah. All right, we're on the road. Tomorrow we are in St. Louis. Thursday we're in Columbus, Ohio. Friday we're in Cincinnati, Ohio. All the tickets at christycomedy.com. Co-headlining with my babe, Sal Volcano. Then January 14th, 15th, we're, I'm at the Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas, baby, Austin, Texas. Then January 29th, the Chrissy Theaters Everybody Tour starts, hashtag CTE, at the Borgata in Atlantic City. February 5th at the Beacon Theater in New York City. February 12th and 13th at, in Washington, D.C. and Atlanta. February 13th is Homeless Pimp's birthday. So come to Atlanta. We're going to have some fun. ChristyComedy.com. Love it. Oh. <laughs> What can you do? Yeah, I uh, didn't know this tour was happening, man. You you were calling me like hours before leaving for the airport. Hours before telling Pip it may happen, it may not happen. Um, but at the last minute, we decided, you know what? Who cares if the flights get delayed? Who cares if somebody gets COVID? We'll make it all part of the show. We'll make it a pod. We'll make it a vlog. We don't want to let the fans down. Last night, uh, we were in Dallas, Texas, uh, with uh, 33% of the room filled because my agent, who also might get fucking fired, booked us at a 3,500-seat venue. 
right at the same exact time as the Dallas Cowboys, 90,000 people in a stadium. The Dallas Cowboys are playing a mile away from us at the same exact time the show started because nobody's vetting anything. Nobody cares about me. And but it was still a good show. It was a fun show. I had I had went into the show. So now it's seven o'clock at night. I had went into the show at um, eleven hundred calories plus working out. So I was well within my mark. Then I started drinking vodka sodas. Started talking to Sal. Started talking to Pimp. Started to get depressed about this, that, and the other because my relationship's on the rocks. And and which listen, maybe it might be better for all parties involved. But what, what can you do? Um. um but then I, in, tech, in Dallas, Texas, granted it was the Four Seasons Hotel, so a very nice hotel, but in Dallas, Texas, I ordered fettuccine Alfredo with shrimp and then a baked apple pie, okay? That's what I ate at about 11.30 at night, and then I went back into my room and ate the snacks from the mini bar. So I woke up this morning at about 2,700 calories. I woke well over my mark. And then today, I got a good workout this morning, got a workout in, got a run. Then I had an egg white frittata with chicken sauce, which is only about 390, 400 cows. So I'm like, I'm good. And then I just ate 1,000 calories worth of fucking snacks in the Sprinter van while Pimp ate a banana and jerked off to his edits. (laughs) (laughs) Got did you see the lady, the Karen, who freaked out on the, the old man? On oh, that, that slapped him up on the Delta flight? Yeah, what happened with that? I well, I think it was probably because I think it was, I think the irony of that one was the old man was being yelled at for not wearing a mask, not putting on his mask in between bites and sips of his drink. And I think that's what he was getting yelled at about. But then the Karen who was yelling at him pulled down her mask to yell at him. So it's like, what do you want to do, lady? Like, you can't yell at him without a mask. And then also it's like, honestly, man, I feel like if you're over 70, no matter what age, sex, gender you are, if you hit a person over 70, he should legally be allowed to hit you back. So in other words, she slapped him. If he just cold cocked or punched in the face, that wouldn't be, oh, a man hitting a woman. And that's wrong in most situations. (laughs) But not when you slap an elderly man, because it felt like most people on the flight, because the Karen is the one who got arrested. That's who got arrested, not the old man. Bro, speaking of old men, you ever hear about this story? It was a, it was a, it was a, I think they were in Venezuela or Colombia. This, this, no, this is why you don't fuck with old people. This is a true story. So in Venezuela or Colombia, one of those, one of those countries, I, f- I forgot, one of those countries where everyone goes to get fake butts, a group of, uh, elderly people were Americans were on a tour bus. You know this story. You said on Hey Babe. Did I say this on Hey Babe already? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to say it on chaos. They were on a bus. It's unbelievable. They were on a bus and somebody, like a drug cartel member, got on the bus at a random stop and hijacked the bus with machine guns, putting them in old people's faces, right? This was like a common thing that was being done at that time. It was like a ring of robberies. So the guy, one of the guys on there was a World War II veteran that like had killed Nazis with his bare hands. So he waited to the gunman, put the gun in his face and he grabbed the gun out of the gunman's hands and broke his collarbone and his collarbone fractured and stabbed himself in the heart with his own broken collarbone and he fucking died. And the Colombian or Venezuelan officials just took the guy's body off the bus and then the people went and looked at fucking Machu Picchu or whatever it was. (laughs) Uh, an hour later so you do not mess with the elderly also at any moment the elderly could just shit on you 
like a lot of elderly people can't control their bowel movements, which is just what it is, which by the way, if I get to the age where I can't control my bowel movements, I want, you know, a family member or, or a fan if, if the podcast is still, the podcast, by the way, I can, I'm 37 years old. When I'm 75, I'm still going to be doing this podcast, just FYI. Oh um, my God, everyone's grandfather has a podcast. Oh my God, <laughs> dude, it's going to be crazy, but I want you to shoot me and I want you to kill me. I would, like to, I would like to be killed. And you know how I want to be killed? I figured out how I want to be killed, by the way. I figured this out. I thought about this today. I want to be killed. I want to be taken, because we just, just came from there. I want to be taken to Dealey Plaza, driven in a convertible, and shot in the back of the head, just like JFK. That's what I want to happen. I want somebody to, be, to post up with a sniper rifle, with a sniper rifle, at that... that book depository and shoot me in the back of the head just like JFK because that's because he was the only Catholic president and I'm Christy the Catholic. I'm back in church. I've forgiven the priests. That's great, man. Forgiven them all and I'm wearing a Cuban link bracelet. That was my fucking Christmas gift is a Cuban link bracelet. So don't, if you come see me and I got the Cuban link, I've been going like fucking this to everybody. I've been ready to smack everybody because I got the Cuban link on. Okay, it's a Cuban link bracelet that Vinny got me uh, online. So I don't know how much it costs or, or what it is, but she said, I got a Cuban link bracelet to match your Cuban link chain. I said, this is not a Cuban link chain. This is, this is, this is a really, this is a piece of shit chain. A Cuban link chain would be a lot of money. And if you guys go to patreon.com slash Christy comedy right now, I can get a Cuban link chain. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but what is it about the airplane that makes everyone freak out? Everyone's been getting arrested on the airplanes. Now. I know. Well, the thing is the government has now turned up the heat on Omicron and a lot of people are getting sick and now it's like it is one of those things where I don't want to talk about this too much but it is kind of I'm just gonna I listen <laughs> I'm just gonna say this I know a lot of the news and a lot of people talk about it's a plague of the unvaccinated I got to be honest with you almost everybody I know who has COVID is vaccinated so it's becoming like you can't say it's the plague of the unvaccinated anymore when everybody who's vaccinated is getting COVID like I think it's more of a plague of the over-informed. Over-informed, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I, I, what I've done, and by the way, I, I encourage you to do this if you want to, if you don't like it anymore, but my Twitter feed has gotten remarkably healthier and happier. I, I went, there's a feature on Twitter now, it's new, or maybe it's not new, and I just found it, where you can mute words, and I've muted the words COVID, COVID-19, Omicron, pandemic, and Dr. Fauci. I've muted those words. <laughs> And I swear, though I really did. I muted that, and 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 my my feed has gotten remarkably uh, happier and healthier. So if if you know if you want to do that, mute words that that you don't like. You know what I mean. Mute things that that trigger you that that you keep seeing in your feed. You can mute them, and then a tweet with that word will not pop up at all. So now all my tweets are you know from comedian friends doing jokes or porn stars I follow sucking cock. That's it, and it's nice. That is nice. I, there was one story I wanted to bring up because you're in a similar boat. I wanted to know what advice you would give him. Mm -hmm. Kanye moved on the same block as Kim Kardashian. Well, what's interesting is Kanye moved on the same block as Kim Kardashian and I moved into the same building as Pete Davidson. <laughs> 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 so, I, he, okay, if I'm going to be honest with you, and we're just being honest here. If you're going to co-parent, if you made the decision, if Kanye and Kim or Kim made the decision for Kanye, because that's the thing with breakups when you have kids, it's not always one person. It, 
in the best case scenario, it's a mutual situation where both parents want to co-parent and they just want to make their kids happy and raise beautiful children. That's most cases. I mean, that's the best case. Most cases, it's one parent or one member of the relationship saying, we have to co-parent now. Here's what it is. I'm doing this for my kids. And the other person isn't happy. And it seems like from the news that Kim is like, I don't want to be with you anymore, Kanye. It's over. And Kanye's like, no, 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 no. We need to be together. So... I think, though, in this situation, if Kanye bought a $5 million house, which is like a ping, like nothing to him, if he bought a $5 million house across the street from Kimmy K, I kind of feel like that could, could be good. It could be good for the children because then it's like you only have to go see daddy and mommy right across the street. That's like, a, I know a couple of people that have done that. Um, but if it's for him to like, you know, be like invested in Kim's life and and uh, uh, and 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 stalk her in a way, overly invested in her life and stalk her. Then um, I would say that that's not good. And if I was Pete Davidson, I'd hire Jake Paul to be my security because <laughs> Kanye. The thing with unfortunately Kanye's last album might be a mass shooting, <laughs> and it's kind of sucks, but. Honestly, I love anything Kanye does, and I love that too. It'd be an honor to be killed in Kanye West mass shooting. It would be an honor and a privilege to be killed by the master Donna. It would be art. Yeah, Donda. I, we were laughing while well, I was laughing that at the idea of Pete dropping off Kanye's kids to Kanye. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine that? Pete Davidson just dropping off. Do you think he's met Kim's kids yet? Do you think they've met? Yeah, you saw he took out her Bentley to go buy cigarettes. Did he? <laughs> yeah. She, in L.A. or in New York? She, and now everyone's like, oh, she's going through her sugar mama phase. That's so funny. <laughs> Honestly, you ready for this prediction? I think Kim and Pete are going to last. I think, because, you know, when he was dating Ariana Grande or whatever, people are like, oh, it's going to spin out, it's going to spin out. I think Kim and Pete are going to last. I think they're going to last because I think they both went through their fair shit. I think they're just going to last. I, th I think it's just going to happen. And I think that um, they're going to have children together, which is, which is going to be fucking nuts. Could you imagine, could you imagine a, a child with Pete Davidson's torso and Kim K's butt? I mean, <laughs> we need to get Pete on the podcast because we're neighbors now. We need to get we Pete on the... You th has Pete's never been on anybody's podcast? I've never seen him. He no. won't do it. I've never seen him go on anything. Mm. Also, the Maxwell jury uh, fails to reach a verdict for the third day in a row. Wow. So, that, so, okay. So, I heard once that if it's more than three days of failed, of, of you know, not reaching a verdict, that it, you have like a 95% chance it's a hung jury. Because that means oh. after three days, unless unless somebody wants there to be a verdict, then, you know, just like, you know, somebody will get Epstein, a juror will get killed. They'll, they'll say, listen, we're going to, we know that juror number 757 watches kitty porn in his spare time. So we're going to release that to the media unless you vote guilty or not guilty. I don't know what the powers that be. I guess the powers that be want her to be not guilty. Would you become a juror? Like, would you do that? Okay. Here's a little inside info. What I was told by a lawyer who was a basketball coach of mine, what to do on jury duty. Every time I've been called in for jury duty, I say that I'm racist and, or I say that I have a racist uh, or sexist parent. Or, or, and if that doesn't work, whatever the, 
whatever the case is like about like I remember one time I was in jury duty and there was it was a bullshit case it was like a civil suit because a woman fell on like a piece of cracked cement and I said my dad's a cement worker my dad was a cement worker and um and I don't think that she I don't think that the cement was cracked previously I think her fat ass fell and cracked the cement and then they throw you right off the jury because they don't they you can't have someone who's biased you can't have someone who has like a deep opinion about anything so I would go in if you want if you need to get out of jury duty I would just say that you're racist sexist or like you know or or or, or just go political say that you're a staunch Republican or Democrat like pick a side dude imagine if you got you were a juror for Maxwell and then you just podcasted all the information Honestly, I'm surprised there isn't. I'm surprised Maxwell, if she knew she was going to be, if Maxwell got convicted, if she was convicted of being guilty, do you know what I would do if I was her? On my last, you know, witness, uh, whatever, like, um, you know, when you make like an impact, you can make like a statement to the judge. I would fucking spill everything. I would just spill it. Granted, there's no cameras in there and it might get all strike from the record, but I would just fucking spill it and see what happens. Because if she's not guilty... Because that's what it's looking towards. Then it's Dude, like no way she's not. <laughs> no, she. No, no. I'm saying, yeah. it, of course she's guilty. But the How law crazy is that might say she's not. It kind of feels like, like now the government and the powers that be are just like they're like taunted. It, now it's it's becoming like a like a joke. Now now it's becoming like we can do whatever we want to you. We can lock you down whatever we want. Our top brass, our pedophiles, none of them will ever go to jail or go down for it. And that's just the way the cookies crumble. there'll be crumble. no rioting, I bet. About. No, there hasn't been one piece of footage on Maxwell's trial at all. <laughs> it's crazy. And it's in New York. It's, it's, she's, the whole thing's happening in New York. We're in New York every night. We yeah. don't see an, I don't see any hoopla. I don't see yeah. any reporters out there. There's no... It's, uh, it's it, because, you know, she probably fucking has proof that Bill de Blasio is a pedophile. I know I do. <laughs> um... This just in, uh, Puerto Rico has now become a tax haven for high-flying crypto millionaires. Yes, I've heard about Puerto Rico being almost like Florida on steroids, where, like, that's why Jake Paul moved there. Um, uh, allegedly, Elon Musk is moving there. The, the, really? the, the Winklevoss twins moved there. Um, Timmy was telling me that a lot of crypto people moved to Puerto Rico because it's like no taxes again. Because I got to be honest. I got to be honest. I had to pay taxes this year and um <laughs> i finally did it and it really isn't fair like that it's just not fair like like the states that have a 13 percent tax rate like new york I, I just don't understand why people want to give their money to that like granted maybe people are like me and they're like well i don't i just don't have the energy right now to fucking move so that could be it, probably. Or it's like, where am I going to go? But the problem is, is like the billionaires that make a, make a city like New York City are truly fleeing. Like, it's a real thing. So like, you will lose the city if the tax rate stays that high. And really the tax rate, you know, politicians can say whatever they want. But again, it feels like the fact that the reason why New York taxes are so high is because the politicians make the most money. Like, we're paying 13% tax. The politicians are pocketing that money. There's a lot of that money that they're putting in their pocket in a state like New York, and there's nothing we can do about it. Like, what are you going to do, not pay your taxes? The IRS is just going to arrest you. Like, you know, were we going to storm the Capitol again? It didn't work. Not that I was there. (laughs) 
You think they're going to do that again? They're going to rerun that. We're you think couple, January 6th will do it again? Like, Should we do a podcast from D.C. January 6th? Should we do it from the steps? Why not? Let's take a road trip. Let's take a road trip. Speaking of road trips, January 14th, 15th, Austin, Texas, baby. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. I'll be the Vulcan Gas Company. Go to christycomedy.com. Also, January 29th, Christy Theater Tours, everybody. Hashtag CTE starts. We're starting at the Borgata. Then we got the Beacon Theater. Then we got um, Atlanta. And Washington, D.C., those are the first few shows. Warner Theater, Washington, D.C., Tabernacle in Atlanta, ChristyComedy.com. And then the rest of this week, we're going to be in, uh, in Sugarland, Texas. Uh, we're in Sugarland, Texas right now. And then we're going to be in Ohio, and St. Louis and Ohio. So go get the tickets. We're having fun. Me and Sally Babes are having fun. Homeless Pimps are having fun. We got to do a lot of podcasts. Oh, yeah. We got to do this. By the way, the Patreon, ready for this Patreon that you're going to get on Friday? Right, this is the Patreon you're going to get on Friday. The Chris and Eddie Show featured guest, Sal Volcano. Sal Volcano and I are going to do edibles in the hotel tonight, and that will be the Patreon episode. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy, available for all levels now. The Chris and Eddie Show, available for all levels. $5 and up. 5 gets the audio, 10 the video. Uh, we love it. We, the family there, the Christians, the chaotics. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. Sal Volcano doing the Chris and Eddie Show. Um, so you ready for this? Uh, what's, what's CDC going? just announced that if you test positive for COVID, quarantine is from 10 days to five days now. Now, I, I heard that. If you're vaccinated, right? It's cut in half. It says if you don't have symptoms, five days. Which kind of like, I, I think, honestly, man, the quarantine should be a day. I think you should quarantine <laughs> for 24 hours and then get on with your fucking life. Because if everybody's going to get it, then everybody's going to get it. Now, again, I'm not a scientist at all. Um, I don't. I, 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 but what I've heard from the actual experts, okay, again, not, not you know, Twitter threads, not fucking Little Debo, not, you know, <laughs> Breitbart. What I've heard from experts, scientific epidemiologists, experts, is that a sign that a pandemic is ending is when the strain, the dominant strain, which is becoming Omicron, is weaker than the previous strain. And that's what at least the research is saying now. They say there's always a two to three week lag on hospitalizations, but they're saying that if the dominant strain is weaker, then that means the pandemic is becoming an endemic, which I don't know the difference, and then it's, and then it's gonna die. So hopefully, at least we'll get two to three years of a pandemic-free world until they make the new one. Yeah, but now it's all fucked because of inflation. Like, that'll never come down, really, right? Yeah, well, the, the, the economists say that's the real problems are just going to be, yeah. begin when... Because the problem is, is, listen, like, even in a place like New York, even where we're here, we're in the Majestic Theater in San Antonio, which is gorgeous, by the way. And by the way, me and Sal had said that Tim Duncan and David Robinson, San Antonio Spur basketball legends, were going to be in the crowd tonight, and we made that up and then forgot that we made it up. So we have David Robinson and Tim Duncan jerseys and we're going to go out there in blackface and make believe we're them. Um, so so um, I, I think that the, the, the problem is, is the, the workforce, like places like even in New York, even here, people just don't have the workers and they don't have the workers because A, people are getting sick. B, 800 or 900,000 people died. Mm. So that's a lot of people. That's workers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then three, people still, like people have saved some of their money from when they got the stimulus checks and they just don't want to come back to work yet. They've gotten used to their jobs and their lives at home. So it's going to take a lot because what are the options? I could say to a worker, hey, I'll give you, I'll give you more pay, but then the business gets hurt. So it's like, 
this thing, and also, dude, in many of the major cities, especially a city like New York and many other cities, any city where you're from listening to this right now, you're going to start to see vacant skyscrapers. They're going to be like dinosaur bones, like yeah. fossils, because you can't run a skyscraper that's 30% full. And the best case scenario of these skyscrapers are they're 30% full. So it, that's another thing. It's going to be like a boneyard. Like yeah. our world is going to radically change. But hey, it's changed before. I mean, dude, what did. What do you think the people in Europe are thinking when their fucking continent got wiped off the map in World War II? They were probably like, oh, we're never going to be able to change. And uh, there was all, you know, Germany had inflation. All these things happen. What we, the only, and listen, I think if you look back at history, there's only one thing that really turns around inflation, and that's a dictator. We need the next Hitler to step up in the United States. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Could you imagine the next Hitler's a Jew? I mean, that. <laughs> would be poetic justice. And honestly, I would fall in line with the Zuckerberg Nazis. Whatever they want to call themselves, I would fall in line with Zuckerberg, that sick motherfucker. He's sick and he is 1,000% on Epstein's list, right? Oh, 100%. He had to be. Dude, he's almost like an incel dictator. You think somebody like a LeBron James might have went to Epstein's Island too? Like, like, do you think on Epstein's Island the names would be shocking who were on that list? No, Epstein might have washed up by the time LeBron was... Popping up. Because it seems like the way LeBron pops off on social media and the way he acts, like, it's almost like the, this, these people that get to that highest of high level, like, the only reason they'd act like that is because they somebody has something on them. Yeah. You know? Like, when he's, like, just doing what he's doing, I'm like, does somebody have something on you? Like, why are you talking and acting like Do this? Do you think there's more rich pedophiles or poor pedophiles? More rich pedophiles or poor pedophiles? I would say, all right, babble. Language learning made easy. I'm in San Antonio. I could use some babble, some espanoles, some espanoles babble. I love it. Listen, whether it's saving more and spending less, getting organized or losing weight, there's a lot of worthwhile goals to set for yourself this year. At the top of my list is learning a new language, baby. Babbel is the one they got. It's a learning app. First of all, it has 10 million subscriptions. So it's like once you get 10 million subscriptions, you know your shit's good. Um, that's what I'm trying to get on Patreon. Um, the whole Babbel process is addictively fun, fast, and easy. And it actually really is. It's the best language learning app I've ever used in my life. The whole... Um, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons for real-world use. Uh, Babbel's got 15-minute lessons that make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. They use AI for their lesson plans, but uh, 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 other language apps use AI for their lesson plans. But Babbel was created by 100 language experts. So that's the main difference is one of them uses computers and bullshit, and it's like very cookie-cutter, black and white. Babbel uses actual language experts. It's the thing to do. I'm telling you, plus Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you're going to get an additional three months for free. So that's six months for the price of three. If you just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code CHAOS, that's C-H-A-O-S, go to Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, promo code CHAOS, Babble language for life. All right. You know that I love talking about HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I've been using it. I've been cooking. It's been helpful for me. I feel like I can genuinely cook. I can't put my daughter's hair in a ponytail, but I could cook a meal because of HelloFresh. The new year is, and listen, the new year is a great time to focus on what's important to you. And for a lot of us, it's eating right and a healthy lifestyle. So HelloFresh, what they do is they deliver pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. So you get convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store. Don't even worry about the freaking grocery store. HelloFresh is going to send you quality, quality food 
right to your doorstep. And do not forget dessert, baby. You know I'm Chrissy Sweet Tooth. Satisfy your sweet tooth with seasonal limited time goodies like Dunkaroos cookie dough or vanilla delight cheesecake. And it's healthy and it's yumsicles. And HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality. And you can save on an average $65 a month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's more money to put towards those other 2022 goals of yours. Now, what they have, which I love, is they have hibachi sweet soy bivet steak and shrimp. And they got restaurant restaurant quality meals right to your kitchen while they're white and they also got white cheddar wonder burgers white cheddar wonder burgers i actually had one pimpy it was fantastic yeah it was great and you're gonna get a sick discount right now if you go to hellofresh.com slash chaos 16 and use the code chaos 16 for up to 16 free meals and three gifts so i mean hellofresh is just giving shit away you're gonna get 16 free meals plus three free gifts all you have to do is right now go to hellofresh.com slash chaos 16 do it hellofresh america's number one meal kit in general, when I hear the word pedophile, I only really think of white men. Me too. White men is synonymous with pedophilia to me. Other cultures and countries have it, but I would think the vast majority of pedophiles are white men. Have you ever been like surprised that someone you knew was caught? Yes. I, 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 uh, there's a story of a guy that I went to school with. Um, I won't say his name. It's fucked up, but I, I downloaded the you know, pedophile app or whatever it is. I, f- I forgot what it's called. Like, you know, catch a pedophile or some shit. <laughs> is there, There's an app. I wonder if they have their own dating app or... Well, that's a great idea because they already have... <laughs> they already have STD date. What about like pedophiles who are outcast society? They have a dating app. <laughs> yeah, like lepers meet. Leper- Dude, imagine <laughs> leprosy came back. Imagine COVID gave you leprosy. That would be insane. Do you know you, leper- your digits would just... Your body would fall off. That's scary. That's like, scary. That's what I said in the airport the other day. If, if cancer had the traits of COVID, I'd be really afraid of everything. Right. Yeah. If it was just knocking you out. Yeah. But um, so, so what the fuck was I saying? I just went on a tangent. Leprosy. Leprosy. What was I saying before leprosy? Pedophile. Pedophile. Oh, you know oh, someone. Oh, I know someone. Yeah, yeah. So this guy, he was, this is crazy, dude. In New York, he was 18. Okay. And he dated a girl who was 16, right? But she, some, like the parents, the father, something had happened. Like her, her mother died young, right? But her father was like, you know, around. And they were dating for like six months. And then the father died, like suddenly. So, but she was 16 and he was 18, but it was like all okay. Like the father given permission and all that stuff and blah, blah, blah. But then he died and then something happened. I forgot, like he got caught selling weed or got arrested for something. And then she came, the girl came to pick him up uh, from jail for like a minor offense. And then because she was 16 and they were like, oh, we're together. And she had no parents or legal guardians. They were like, well, the state makes a decision now. And he's a pedophile and he now has to register because this pedophile app is, I got, you know, when I have my kids, it basically tells you where pedophiles are in your area because they legally have to, they have to register. And wow. then when I saw his name, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this kid? And then I, I called my dad. I was like, did you know? He goes, oh yeah, you never heard that story? He was like, it's like a loophole. And like, but he's fucked. For, he has to register as a pedophile and explain that wherever he goes. Oh. And I'm sure he's like, he's become like an outcast now you like know what what date would somebody new do you bring that up for if i had to register as a pedophile i would go <laughs> at, i would say the third date is when i'd bring that up 
I bring up that on the third date, and then the fact that I have children on the fifth. <laughs> no. All right, we got to go on stage. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll be right back. All right, we had to change up angles a little bit. We got a camera out there in the Majestic Theater. I just came off stage. I was supposed to do 35 minutes. I did 27 minutes by accident and called Sal up to the stage, <laughs> and he was down in the green room shitting. So my bad. I would have stayed on and done more time, but truth be told, I had to shit because I just ate steak, salad, and lobster gnocchi. And when I coming into tonight's dinner, I was at 1,100 calories for the day with a, a 900 to spare. And I said, I'll get a steak, eight ounce uh, sirloin cut, which is only about 400 calories, and a salad. I'll be well under the mark. I'm not even going to have anything to drink tonight. I'll be good. Instead, I had the steak, I had the salad, and then I, ordered, I ate an entire plate of lobster gnocchi with Alfredo sauce. Here's the remnants. And Sal told me, and my fitness pal confirmed, that's about 1,500 to 2,000 calories. So daddy made a boo-boo. And if I'm going to get down to this 200-pound weight by June, I'm going to really have to pick up the pace here because I've been diet, I've been exercising, I've been running, I've been doing these things. But the thing is with my metabolism and who I am, I'm also 37 years old, you eat a plate of lobster gnocchi like that, you get set back like five days. Like you get set back, it doesn't matter how, like now it's like your diet has to be perfect now for five days just to get back to break even. Like that's, that's what happens, it's, that's how you fuck yourself. And my diet's not gonna be perfect. I mean, I'm going to the river walk with the homeless <laughs> pimp tonight. I'm gonna get drunk and get dominoes. I don't give a fuck. This all spiraled out of control when I ordered Domino's the Christmas Eve night. Or, I'm sorry, the, December 23rd, after the Knicks game, I got hammered and ordered Domino's because Vinny threw me out and I was sleeping in the guest room and I got depressed and I ordered Domino's. So, hmm. See, I think it fell <laughs> apart when you ordered Domino's at the Garland Hotel in LA. So <laughs> how many months ago was that? That was like six months ago. Jesus Christ. I was really doing good. From, from January of, of this year, of 2021, to about March of 2021, I like really was doing good. Yeah, you were, man. You really were. I was working out every day. You were lapping me at Barry's. Oh, at Barry's lapping, yo. <laughs> Barry's is tough, man. Remember Barry? It's yeah. been a long year. This is, by the way, the New Year episode, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. This is the New Year episode. <laughs> Happy New Year's. What's your fucking resolutions? Who cares? No, dude. Well, congrats. on. I hope everybody had a good year. I know some of you may have died or family members have died. Um, what can you do? Act accordingly, as Jack Nicholson said. Um, I feel like resolutions are shit. Like, I like to just pick something I don't want to happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I want something I don't want to happen. Um, what do I not want to happen? Like, you're saying... Like, my resolution would be, like, I hope next year I can get COVID. You want to get COVID Because it'll year. never come true once it's your resolution. Once it's your resolution, yeah. Yeah, what do I not want to come true? Like, do you know someone who really did their resolution last year who's like, oh, like who even remembers it past February? I think it's pretty clear now if you're the person who, let's say weight loss, that's an easy one. If you want to lose weight and you're like, I'm going to just get through the holidays and then January 1st go to the gym, you're going to do it for, you know, the study show, like about a month and then that's it. That's it. You're going to do it. But I think what I think, and again, Here's the thing. Here's what's changing in my brain chemistry, though, is I'm mad at myself now for eating the lobster gnocchi. Like, I'm mad at myself, and I'm, I'm going to, like, make it right and work out and do all that because I think what, what I forget to do a lot is I'll read something or watch something that's, like, motivating to me about, like, fitness, health, or 
doing comedy, whatever. And then I watch it once, absorb it, and then I don't watch it again. And then eventually it fades. You have to watch and rewatch and read and reread motivating things for it to really stick. Like you can't just do something once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to constantly reinforce it. So I think I'm going to get a page of David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. I think I'm going to get a page of it tattooed on my lower back. Or maybe tattooed on my stomach. My favorite part of today was watching you read the David Goggins book while eating chips. Yes, while eating <laughs> chips. And then I fell asleep like a heroin addict. Dude, it's, it's, it's like pretty crazy. I really f just fuck Sal. Sal was literally had to run on, Sal had to sprint up two flights of stairs and then take a minute to catch his breath and run out on stage. What happened with you? you, you also, when you went on, you didn't bring a microphone. I didn't bring a microphone. <laughs> I, <laughs> the lobster Noki fucked me. <laughs> Well, I think it's right before you went on stage, Sal goes to you, that was 2,000 calories. Yeah. And then and you it, walked on stage thinking about how many calories. We have it all on the vlog. Is the vlog, is the vlog we're doing this week going to be on, what YouTube is that going to be on? No Press? No Press, I think. Okay, so yeah. that's YouTube.com slash No Press Network. Yeah, it'll be out later in the month. I'm going to make like a little yeah. movie. So if you want, yeah, you're going to be able to see like the little Hey Babe, uh, you know, tour we've done um, at, at YouTube.com slash No Press Network. And, 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 it's, and I would encourage you to watch it and share it with your friends because it's, it's everything that's great about the No Press, which is just me selling the homeless pimp and no Joe DeRosa. Um, <laughs> I'll shoehorn some Joe in there. Oh, yeah, shoehorn Joey D in there. I know. Now, jo what was your um, favorite part and least favorite part of the year? Okay, so I would say my favorite part of the year, um, of this year specifically, was the birth of my daughter, Violet on uh, June 24th, I would say that was my favorite part of the year. And my least favorite part of the year, I would say, was uh, March to July, which is when I was shooting Backyard Bar Wars. Um, great show. Great show. Great, by the way, <laughs> great show. I, and the reason why I said I hated it is because looking back, I know that I'll never be able to recapture that joy and those yeah. memories. So it's a hate-love thing with Backyard Bar Wars. I just want to say that I just want to say I have no comment yeah. on Backyard Bar Wars legal, uh, you know, lawsuits pending. Yeah, what Alex Jones said. It was just a character piece. It was a character <laughs> piece. Yeah, it's a character piece. Um, I, I think, though, my favorite part, I think, like, because, you know, you got to look back. So even if you feel like you've had a, a not so great year, and I hope a lot of you. I hope a lot of the fans that listen feel like they did have a great year, and I hope in some small way maybe our podcast, Chrissy Chaos Podcast, and Hey Babe, and the Patreon, and all these things have helped because, hey, at least for this show in this world, this was the year of T.T. Jerry. T.T. Jerry oh. was introduced. You know T.T. Jerry was only introduced to Chrissy Chaos in March? Like, not, it's like nine months. It actually makes me actively mad we don't do, get to do more stuff with her. Well, yeah, oh, I've been trying to bring her places, and she just never responds. She, bro, she gave me the date. <laughs> I know, because she always loses her phone. First of all, she went on a date the other night, which is, like, nice. uh, crazy. Uh, convict? Convict, ex-convict. Cool. Then um, she told me the date. So we're going to be in Las Vegas March 24th at the Win. Win in Las Vegas. So come out. We're going to have a big party at the Win. The Win is beautiful. ChristyComedy.com. Andrew Santino's doing March 25th. I'm doing March 24th. I, I really would suggest coming to that show in Las Vegas. Make it a girl's trip, a guy's trip, couple's trip, whatever. Have fun. But March 12th, T.T. Jerry, if she just uh, can continuously give uh, uh, clean urine and show up and be home at her curfew at 8 p.m., she will be 100% fully off parole. The only thing that will still be active is, you know, she'll, you know, it's always in your book or whatever that you're a felon. It's always on your record. But literally, 
does not have to run anything by anybody. She could go to Amazing. she could go to Malaysia. Amazing. Whatever she wants to do. She's fully vaccinated, transgender, Puerto Rican, free free as a bird. I think she was the, my favorite moment of the year. Uh, besides um, you being emasculated by John A. Light and then really being afraid of the relationship after. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> afraid of that. I mean, I, I showed up to John A. Light. John A. Light showed up to my house. You know, we were going to have fun. I was wearing a lemon button down. I thought he was going to love it, and he hated it. And then he's, uh, we've kept in touch. And if I don't call him back or text him back within 20 minutes, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. He's like, what, are you, you don't fucking like me no more? <laughs> What am I, a fucking pissant to you? How about I come over to your house? I'm like, I don't live there anymore. He goes, I know where you live now. And then I was like, no, you don't. And then he texted me my address. And then uh, then we're weaseling around one of the Paul brothers' house. I mean, we're in the background of a lot of sus people's lives. I know. We were in Jake Paul's house. He wasn't even there. Um, what else did we do? I mean, dude, did Hey Babe start in 2021 too, or did Hey Babe start last year? We started filming in, in August, and then it launched in December. So the very first Hey Babe, episode number one, launched in December. December. Yeah. Wow. So that's only a year old, too. Yeah. Chrissy Chaos launched, I think, in January or February? Late January, I think. Late January, Chrissy Chaos launched. Um, I bought a house. I have a new beautiful daughter. I have a new beautiful woman in my life in T.T. Jerry. Um, Gorgeous. You know, Vinny hates me not as much, but still enough. Um, what else happened? My dad's still alive. Um, yeah. which is like, and there's, who saw that one he coming? Stop seeing ghosts. My dad stopped seeing ghosts. My dad got off his, uh, the heart medication he was on. And he stopped seeing ghosts. He still does see a random black family sitting at the edge of his uh, bed once in a while. Um, and you started performing again? I started, yeah, because January kicked off. January of this year kicked off with Soul Joel with a train running through yeah. the set where we were performing outside with heaters and jackets on. And we don't really have to do that. Soul Joel doesn't even have that room anymore. They kicked him out of the <laughs> sandpit. Evicted. He got evicted. I went through three managers and two agents. That's great. I went to the strip club with the fans. You went to the strip club with the fans. The homeless pimp, you, the first time you ever really heard of the homeless pimp or saw the homeless pimp's face is this year. This is your year, too. As much as yeah. it's TT's year, it's your year. because TT's year. Because you weren't in 2020, like, you know, you, people knew you, but, like, you weren't on camera as much. You weren't coming yeah. out to live shows. The year of the pimp now is 2021, and the year of the TT is 2021. Um and a lot of crazy things happen. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, look, I think we all thought, remember New Year's of 2020, everyone was like, oh, the pandemic's finally over. And it's like, dude, a full year later, it's like, it just began. Now, I have a new thing in my head where I'm just accepting it's the new war in Iraq. Right. It's just, just going to be 20 years where people are like, eh, we overreacted. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> what it is. And then it's going to take a Joe Biden-like president in 20 years to be like, all right, now it's done. Do you think... Do you think we're... Wow, Sal is killing. Sal is, yeah. Holy he, Sal's shit. destroying. He's doing my bits. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Do you, do, do you think... Do you think that in the next 20 years, by 2040 or 2040... By 2044, that's when, you know, the... Do you think we will have a transgender president? Truthfully. Truthfully, truthfully. Will there be a transgendered president? I think we already do. You think Biden's trans? Has he proved otherwise? Imagine Trump was trans this whole time. <laughs> I'd love to imagine him as like a sea creature. Imagine yeah. he just walked out of the ocean in the suit. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I think that our world 
you know, a lot of people talk about 9-11, how it changed, and it certainly did, but the radical change that's, and I don't, I don't, this is not a negative thing. It's like, we'll just adapt to the changes and adapt to the punches. We'll just, whatever the new world is, we'll just play by the new rules. If it, if it means you got to show a vaccine card to get in, at least you can get in, you know, like. People always hate change, but the, the silver lining is now people respect their lives more. They do. People respect their lives more. And, and, and I kind of feel like, you know, I think now, you know, take germs more seriously. Because we're always saying, oh, the pandemic, the pandemic. You watch movies about a pandemic. You're like, it's never going to happen in our lifetime. And then it happened. And everyone wants to blame China, but maybe God's just a dick. Yeah, dude. Maybe that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, too. Maybe God got COVID and he accidentally <laughs> spread it to this planet. God is like, I'm going to drop the hottest mixtape. Yo. It's, it's just, we, I say, I, 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 you know, because people, you know, Ariana Grande says God is a woman. You know, the Catholic <laughs> Church says God is a man. I say God is trans. That's what I say. Because the thing is, if God is omniscient and God is just a being and he's not a man, he's not a woman, he's a spirit, then that means he's trans and he can be both. If you're both genders, you, 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 he's both. Wait a minute. This is the perfect way out of your taxes, dude. Can we what? start a religion? Do you not have to... <laughs> Do you not have to pay taxes if you have a religion? Yeah, if you can prove your religion, you have followers and stuff, you don't have to pay taxes. The church doesn't pay taxes at all? Zero. Interesting. Zero. Should we become a religion? I would love to become a religion. We're going to be a religion, though, that we will not rape the kids. That's a good stance. Yes. Every other religion went the other way. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're going to allow priests to be gay. Yeah. No, only gay priests. Only gay priests. How funny would that be? Dude, I literally feel like a different person with this Cuban link. I mean, I literally, I haven't taken this off since Christmas. I mean. I, it's been, I stare at it all day. Do you like it, actually? I actually like it. I just got to get used to it. Is that your first bracelet? Yeah, I've never had a bracelet. Mm. Have you had an anklet? I never had an anklet. I did have a toe ring, though. Oh. <laughs> I have to spread Wait my toes apart and put a ring on. Did you buy it? No, one of my XXX girlfriends. I'm talking about. I was 19 or 20. Oh. She was a Long Island girl, and she was, like, oh. into guys with toe rings. Ew. Ew, if you're a girl out there and you like your man in sandals, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> it's the worst, most disgusting thing. I don't care if you, like, live in the hottest, in Death Valley. Don't make your guy wear sandals. Do you, have you ever put on a, you know, you, 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 in the Hamptons a lot. You've ne so you walk on the beach in shoes. If I go to the beach and I'm going in the water, I have water shoes. Water, like the rocks water, and, and water shoes are even those are like eh but i'd rather put on a water shoe than a sandal never a sandal never a sandal now, I, is that the worst gift you ever got that's the worst gift i've ever heard of toe ring toe ring was pretty bad like how often in relationships especially with like how often you get a bad gift you know what i mean like that's the hardest part well the worst gift i ever i think i've said it before in one of the pods the worst gift i ever saw is my friend uh, danny gave his five-year girlfriend like they were dating for five years he gave her on christmas a hundred dollars cash and a card and we after you said that last week on hey babe a lot of fans wrote in they got that from their boyfriend. it's a horrible gift my father once got me uh, um no i'm sorry no it wasn't my dad who it was my one of my other ex-girlfriend's fathers i have a lot of ex-girlfriends jeez holy shit my one of my ex-girlfriend's fathers got me a hundred or two hundred dollar gift card to home depot and was like learn how to use a tool and then i just i think i bought like christmas ornaments with it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I literally, I'm getting better at using tools. The thing that really makes me nervous is if there's a point again where it goes back to like co-parenting or whatever and I have to like get my daughter to school. My daughter's, you know, oldest one is six. Now it's like, I don't know how to do her hair. 
And like I've YouTubed it and tried to think like just a basic ponytail and I can't. Wow. Like I don't know how to use, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to make a ponytail or do anything. I just don't know. And that's what scares me the most is like, how do I do my kid's hair? That's what keeps me up at night. That's why I've stayed in the relationship because I don't want to be able to, I don't have to do <laughs> my daughter's hair alone. Just um, hire her a stylist, man. Add it, add it to the budget. Maxie. <laughs> Maxie, if you guys remember Maxie from the LA series, I'll fly him in from from LA oh my God, to do my kids. Hated him for some Dude, reason. I am sweating. By the way, I ate way too much lobster gnocchi and steak, and I'm fully sweating. We have to make an agreement. You can't eat any more seafood in Texas. Yeah, I don't know what I keep what doing. Are you doing. I know the chef was like a lobster gnocchi question mark. Yeah, how about that? You hear about the story of this guy in Turkey, um, which, dude, first of all, I'll never respect a country named after a cold cut. Because I hate cold cuts. It's like, change your name. Either the cold cut turkey needs to change its name to fucking shit, or the country needs to change its name. Because I can't have a country named after a cold cut and take it seriously. Um, but there was a story, you could Google this, a Turkish man threw acid on his girlfriend two years ago, beautiful girl, and completely, of course, disfigured her face. Her eye is like hanging out of her head. She has no vision in one eye and like 20% vision loss or 80% vision loss, I'm sorry, in the other eye. She married him last week after an acid attack. Jesus. Married him. And I'm like, listen, maybe it's true love and it's just like, that's like a story like that should be the, the next Disney princess. It's just oh, no. she gets acid thrown in her face and then still marries Prince Charming. <laughs> or is it like, do we have to start talking about, you know, countries with profoundly Muslim religions? No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm, I was just joking around. I was just kidding. I was just, I was just doing, I just said it for a bit. No, do we have to, is it seriously like, do you guys think it's true love or do you think like, like is because... It, you know, people are attacking the woman, and I kind of feel bad for that because I'm like, she already got acid thrown in her face and got her face melted off. Like, she made the decision. She knows. She looks in the mirror every day. Like, maybe she thinks it won't happen again, or maybe she just wants that. To, like, that's the thing, too. I think everybody butts in everybody's business. Maybe she wants that for some weird reason. I'm not saying she wanted acid in her face. I'm not saying that. But maybe she wants to be in this relationship, and... And you're like, oh, but if she just had the strength to leave it, maybe she doesn't want to do that. You want to do that for her. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she, you don't have to go fucking try to help everyone that maybe they don't need, maybe they don't want help. Well, I've been realizing with people, they're addicted to their little emotional circuits. Yes. Look at me. I don't want to be helped. You know how people like go to the gym and do the same exercises every week? Yeah. Yeah. People just do that with their emotions. Yeah. So it's like, stop butting in everybody's life. Stop running around and being like, oh, everybody needs to be helped or this isn't good for you, sis, or this isn't good for you, whatever. It's like, if, if my thing is, is if you're an adult, if you're an adult, a fully functioning, capable, mentally as healthy as can be adult that can speak and form senses or whatever, you will ask for help when you want help. And then if you ask me for help, I will do anything I can to help you. Uh, come in. He's at about 28. Come on, say something. Look at this is Chris Johnston, everybody. <laughs> he's, all, he's been he's opening the show is killing. He's been opening the show is killing. He's also the tour manager. He also gave me his wet wipes because I, I just shit out a full lobster gnocchi. Do you think lobster gnocchi has 2,000 calories? Probably more. Yeah. You think, you think that plate of what I just ate had more than 2,000 calories? Yeah, it's butter and fucking You ate 2,000 calories, man. Yeah. So literally, if I just ate that, that would have been my meal. Like that would have been that's the only a day. Yes, that's 
<laughs> so this is why I can't lose any weight. Dude, this is why I can't lose it. Because if I would have just had the, the sirloin cut. But if I would have just had the salad. What was the sirloin? How many calories, if you had to guess? Oh, that was a filet, first of all. So filet, sorry. So what is it? 400 calories, maybe? Maybe five? It wasn't it seem better, buttered up. Probably about five. And the salad, 100. You fucked up, man. If I would have just eaten the salad, and I probably would have been full if I just ate the salad and the steak. Did you just eat the salad and the steak and you're full? I literally grabbed a handful of the, my filet like a caveman, walked around the thing and eating it as I was walking. And that's it, and you're full now. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So I did not eat, need, I feel like such an asshole that I ate the lobster gnocchi. Can you guys actually, uh, I'm being honest, I'm, be, I'm saying this on the podcast so we have video evidence, and Chris, you're in on this too. If you see me eat another t- piece of food like a lobster gnocchi, that's 2,000 calories in one sitting. I'm talking about from tomorrow to the end of this tour. I, I want you to, I'm dead serious. As hard as you can, punch me in the face. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why don't you wait until after Houston? Because Houston is, I think, we talked about this. I think it's the saddest city in America. Houston. Houston. All right, so let's, let's they start. They can't hear him, by the so way. They can't hear him. Make sure you're with them. They, they, they can't, can't really hear him, by the way. They can't hear him at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what Chris Johnson is saying what Chris Johnson is saying is Houston is the fattest city in America, so we should wait till we get to St. Louis in two days, for then I'll start my diet. Diet in two days from now. So, so you could start punching <laughs> me in the face in St. Louis, okay? I disrespect Houston, I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't need Houston. So you, you ready no, for um, predictions from Nostradamus? So what do you think? He's got five more minutes? Uh, or kind of any minute he can run off. Any minute. All right, so let's, let's do Let's one. do this last bit. Okay. All right, this is Nostradamus's pre- right, Nostradamus's predictions for 2022. This is what he wrote, whatever, a million years ago. Nostradamus predicted yeah, shit in 2022? You oh, ready? God. Oh, he God. Oh. that in 2022, there'll be a rise in cannibals, robots, and cryptocurrency. I don't know. He didn't say that. I mean, I think they're taking his concepts and boiling them down to this. Is that the only thing he said? Let me, hold on. Let me get the full article. Cannibals? Cannibals? I could see making a comeback. Yeah, because it's keto. <laughs> Better than that <laughs> lobster, whatever the fuck. I cannot believe I ate lobster fucking gnocchi. Never eat a food that, I mean, oh, God. I'm so fucking mad at myself. Ladies and gay, gay guys and straight guys in the closet, do I look fat or do you think I look cute and hot? Can you write? Either write on the wall at patreon.com slash Christy Comedy, write on the wall and let us know, or just send me an email at Christy Comedy, uh, 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 Podcast at gmail.com, or just DM me Christy Comedy. Tell me if, if, I'm, if I'm hot. If I'm hot or, I'm, or am I fat? Or do you think I'm cute and fat? Uh, so let's, we should end on this probably. Dr. Fauci just said that uh, you should cancel your New Year's Eve plans. Dr. Fauci just said you should cancel your New Year's, New Year's Eve plans. And you know what I say? Cancel Dr. Fauci. I'm done with Dr. <laughs> Fauci. I'm going to say this on record. He sexually assaulted me. He's fucking out, okay? Fuck you, Dr. Fauci. I'm not canceling any more plans. I don't care what the next variant is. I'm not doing it. I'm going to Cincinnati. I'm going to Cincinnati. I'm going to stick, stick Skyline Chili right up my ass, and then yell, Happy New Year. <laughs> All right, this, this has to be mentioned. All right. Uh, somebody, this guy was accused of going on a grinder date with a guy and then, like, murdering him and eating his genitals. So there was a guy who went on a grinder <laughs> date, murdered him, and ate his genitals. Okay. Okay, listen. Look, honestly, do you want me to be honest with you? I could eat lobster gnocchi off anybody's genitals. I would eat that off a guy's genitals, no problem. Give a little gnocchi cock. 
And uh, Pornhub announced that Mrs. Claus was searched 400% more than previous years. Well, Pornhub, um, Pornhub is right because I jerked off to Mrs. Claus. <laughs> and speaking of Mrs. Claus, next week's episode, T.T. Jerry will be dressed like Sexy Santa, Mrs. Claus. We're gonna, we're gonna, we bought her an outfit, but she had COVID, but now she's clear. So we're going to have T.T. dress up like Mrs. Claus. And I got her a Christmas present. It's coming. And we got hey, it's fun, though. You ever go on Pornhub and type something funny? Uh, yeah, I put in like, I put in like, um, a lot, I put in, um, the one I put in the most is, um, is, uh, uh, I'll put in like, you know, like, like big butts. I put in, um, real sex, like real sex secretary, something about like a, a, like a hidden camera of a guy really banging his secretary turns me on. I like that a lot. Real sex secretary. Mm. Yeah. I like to type in LOL. What the fuck? (laughs) And then it's it's crazy. You know, I type in a, a lot too is, um, uh, um, Owen Gray. I think I talked oh, about I it. Him, Owen Gray, yeah. fucking great, great cock, and he makes women come. But anyway, I think Sal's going to bring you up. Any Sal's going to bring me up. All right, baby. I love you. This has been Critsy Chaos. I know this is like a weird episode that we're doing from the venue, but thank you so much for giving me, truthfully, going to be honest with you, the best year of my career and the most memorable year of my career has been 2021 because of this podcast and all the support that I got. I was so scared and nervous to start this podcast in the beginning of the year, leaving a comfort zone to do something that was going to make me uncomfortable and and now you guys are in my comfort zone and I just love you so much. You're my lobster Noki and I love you and I want to eat every single one of you. When I see you, thank you for supporting me, for supporting my shows, for supporting my family. I love you guys so much. 2022 is going to be a big, big year and let's just hope China doesn't win. Patreon.com slash Christy Comedy. ChristyComedy.com for all my dates. Sal's about to bring me up to the stage. I'm going to kiss him right in his dick. <laughs> <laughs>